Coming up on today's show, the newest installment of Disney Infinity comes out. There's a small fire at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, and the backlot tour at Disney's Hollywood Studio is closing. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 741, for the week of September 23rd, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Jenny Lynn Knopp, sitting in this week for Pete Warner, and I'm joined at the table by my very good friends, Kathy Warling, Teresa Eccles, <laughs> Julie Martin, and Corey Martin. And then back in the tr- production nook, we have our associate producers, Sean Thompson and Craig Williams. So how's everybody doing this week? Good? Good. Yeah? Good. All right, so we got housekeeping as usual. Let's go ahead and take care of it. As you know, Pete, John, Kevin, and Dustin are in Europe. They're at the Disunplugged Viva Italia trip with Adventures by Disney. They'll be back for next week's show, though. We're all looking forward to their return. Also, everyone needs to be sure to download the Disunplugged app for iPhone and Android. It's free. The app has also just been added to the Amazon Android App Store, so you can download that for your Kindle Fire devices. Links to that and everything that we talk about on today's show will be found on the show notes page at www.disunplugged.com. We also need to discuss our upcoming Diz Meets. The next one is right around the corner, New England. That's October 3rd through the 5th in Plymouth, Massachusetts. So we're all geared and ready to go. We hope to see you guys there. And uh, not to forget... Oh, no, I'll come to that in a second. Arizona is coming up uh, in October as well, right on its heels, October 24th through 26th. We want you all to sign up and see us over there if you're on that side of the coast. And then we've got Delaware coming November 7th through 9th. I really want to encourage everyone to be there. We will be there, and uh, it's supposed to be a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, holiday spirit. We had a spirit. great time last year. Yeah, so what kind of things happened there last year? Uh, we played trivia the first night, didn't we? There was ice yeah. cream, gelato. What else? I think it was pet-themed last year. Yeah. It It was little animals on the table. It was, but we played trivia. I remember James and Denise walking around checking our answers. So desserts and cats. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It was was a good time. Who wants to miss that? Of course we have to go. (laughs) No, it was fun. The live auction was amazing. I hear he's got another auctioneer for this year. And that's what's more fun than, you know. Oh, yeah. The talking really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Raising your little, <laughs> Those things always get really escalated and exciting. Yeah, it's fun. It's good. And I, they always have really good um, auction items. Also, if you are um, planning on attending the Delaware meet, you can pick up your ornaments for the... New, New Jersey, Jersey Disney. Yes, yeah. they have begun their fundraising with their um, handmade Christmas ornaments. And in order to save on shipping, if you go ahead and make your order now, they can bring it to the Delaware meet and you can pick it up there. In order to see the examples of what they have available for you to order, you just need to go to it is njdismeet.weebly. That's W E E B L Y. Dot com. So like I said, you can find examples of those uh, ornaments, see what you want to get and make your order there. And we hope that you do. And then we hope we see you at the Disney in Delaware as well. 
Uh, the Disneyland show is released every Thursday. We want to remind you to tune in for that. Um, it, it, you can subscribe to them on iTunes, and you can also check them out on the disunplugged.com. And what are they going to be talking about this week? All right, we have that information. Just one second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mary Jo takes a uh, sightseeing drive around Los Angeles and Hollywood, and the Disneyland ladies talk about giving kids more independence in the parks. Mary Jo's so, just going to drive around and get lost in L.A.? Live cool. on the yeah. show. Live. Yeah. <laughs> and they That's talk about letting awesome. your kids loose off their leash. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, don't, I think I would need tips. on My kids are getting to the age where they kind of want to venture off and do things by themselves in the park, and I have, like, serious anxiety about it. So that might be something I want to tune in for. Um, did anybody else have anything I do. for housekeeping? Okay. I have a, um, some housekeeping for the New England meet. Um, the organizers want to let everybody know they still have five rooms at the hotel. So if you weren't able to get one, just contact them. They do still have rooms available. Um, they need to know there's still room on the winery and brewery tour. If you want to take part in that, you need to let them know. Um, the walking tour, there's some availability. And the hotel is going to need a final count by this weekend. So if you think you're going to go, let them know so that, you know, everything works out right. So that's it for the New England meet. And then I wanted to mention there's a um, gingerbread run down at Give Kids of the World, November the 8th. Uh, this is also up on the podcast board under the Give Kids the World section. Um, it's $30 to run. You get a goodie bag. You get some, uh, you get a medal. And you can also be a virtual runner for $45, and you also get some, some goodies out of that. But if you're a dizzer, there's a thread on the boards that you can um, meet up with everybody down at Give Kids the World, and they're all going to walk together as a team. So if you're in the area November the 8th, think about doing the walk. Fantastic. All right. Well, next we have our poll resort re results. Not resorts, but the poll <laughs> is about resorts. There you go. <laughs> It all comes full circle there. Okay, and um, we've been doing the same poll for the last few weeks, and it, we want you all to participate. We want you to tell us what your favorite Walt Disney World resorts are in each category. So we've got the values, the moderates, the deluxe, and then the home away from home categories. Each week, we've been picking a winner. The winner receives a $50 gift card, and we're going to be releasing the results of the poll to everyone next week during our episode doing something along those lines okay our winner this week is bob dickel and his answers uh, for value he picked art of animation wow what is it what am i missing here? i'm just a 12 year old boy don't worry okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um moderate is port orleans riverside the deluxe is wilderness lodge and uh, the home away from home is wilderness lodge villas there's something going on in chat, isn't there? No. 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 There probably will be, but not right now. Sean <laughs> is just... May I add to that? Please do. Let me put my fan down. <laughs> forget. I think that everyone's forgotten that this is a video show. <laughs> I just totally forget. If you are a winner, please check... You're emailing them, right? Or you message them on Facebook. How are we doing this? Check your messages... You have to check your messages, and it probably goes to the other inbox, because I've sent, for the past two, two shows, I've sent the winner a message, and I haven't had any response for your address, so we can't send you your... And if you don't... It's free money, people! People, yeah. it's going to revert right back to me for Christmas shopping if you do not, you know, right? D dessert and cats. That's right, dessert and cats. That's what it's all about. Klaus gets a new toy if you do not let us know that you are a winner, right? Because we've contacted him, right, Shawnee? 
Yes, Teresa. <laughs> She's shaking her fan at him. Sorry. That's all I had to say. Back to you, JL. <laughs> all right. So, Bob, we need to hear from you. Please make sure you check your Facebook inbox, and uh, we need your address so we can mail that gift card out to you this week. Um, next, we've got the news, and we're starting off with Sean. Are we going to take turns reading stories? <laughs> no, right. I think we'll just let you start and right. do the middle and finish, if that's okay. All right, so this week we have four stories, because we want lots to talk about. So our first story, Alani has been honored by Fodor's Travel. Fodor's? Uh, Fodor's Travel has named Alani, a Disney resort and spa, a 2014 Fodor's 100 Hotel Award winner, and a top 12 beach getaway hotel. No other hotels in Hawaii have received this distinction. More than 5,000 resorts around the world were in the running for these awards. Alani has been the recipient of many travel awards since opening in 2011, from organizations including Travel and Leisure, U.S. News and World Report, Themed Entertainment Association, and Condé Nast. So this is just one more award for them to get. So I think this is a pretty big deal. I think it's deserving. I mean, I haven't been in a long time, but we loved it. Well, yeah, that's we were, my question. We were there the first week, yeah. What is it about Alani? I, Hawaii, you have to experience it. It is like you're on a different planet. It really is. You don't feel like you're in the United States. At all. It almost felt like visiting a f like family, like going home, because everyone's so nice. Auntie and uncle and cousin. I mean, like, they're just overly friendly, which is a good thing. Yeah. It makes you feel welcome. Yeah. I also, beautiful. I enjoy that it's not over overly too Disney. It's not, you're not hit upside the, the head with Disney when you're there. It's, everything is very authentic Hawaiian, and at the same time, you do get that Disney feel, that Disney um, quality. That's, oh, yeah, I can't wait to go back. It's a deluxe Disney hotel just located in a very exotic location. And if you walk around the other hotels in the area, they're very, uh, they're just like standard Marriott's and that, that normal kind of style that you can see in Eddie City. It doesn't really give that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's a perfect word to describe it. Whereas this is almost like a Hawaiian version of Wilderness Lodge or Animal Kingdom Lodge in Hawaii. It's it's really hard to and it's to done in a way hotels. that's not over the top theming. I mean, it's very accurate and, and tasteful in the way that they do it. So I think that's a huge plus to it too. Mm -hmm. It's not overly you know tacky Hawaiian. It's very true to the culture and, and true to the design. Traditional, yeah. yeah. All right. So it's it's the best. I think it's the best Disney resort out there. I think it's spectacular. Wow. It's like a deluxe a plus is yeah. the way I feel. Like. It, you deluxe know, you, plus. we're used like to that. we're used to Wilderness Lodge, Polly, you know, but this takes it to another level. This is like a deluxe plus. I mean, you get a daily little newsletter. They still do that? Yeah. Daily e when we were there, yeah. Yeah. And you're on a cruise I'm sorry. Or something. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> you mean like a, a like you're on the navigator? Cruise, yeah, it's like navigator. a navigator. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So you know everything that's happening at the resort on that day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's really nice. And do they have a lot of those things with like community activities mm -hmm. and that they've got a whole schedule for everyone? Yep. Lay making, all that stuff. Do you ever get the feeling that you need to leave the resort or is it just kind of like you hang we out? We did, but we didn't have to. Like I would have been fine just staying there. But Especially if it was my honeymoon. You should explore. Okay. <laughs> explore the island okay. for sure. All right. Well, apparently all of these people feel the same way that you guys do. They've gotten a, quite a few <laughs> awards and... I guess they just keep coming. So, all right. Next story. All right. Uh, so our next story, Marvel characters' superpowers are perfect for gaming, says Disney's, uh, Disney Infinity 2.0 exec. Um, so last year, uh, Disney Infinity came out. It's like a hybrid toy video game, uh, and it did extremely well. So actually today, uh, 
Disney Infinity Marvel Superheroes Edition 2.0 comes out, and it features the superheroes that everyone's pretty familiar with in the Marvel movies. Um, not only are comic book characters extremely popular across film and TV, but their inherent abilities make them perfect for gaming, Infinity executive producer John Vignocchi told uh, the story. Uh, for the original version, the top seller add-on toys, which unlock corresponding characters for in-game play, um, for Disney were the Incredibles, and uh, Vignocchi credits the playable superhuman abilities uh, of the super family uh, for the specific boon. So it's like almost like a perfect match. So from what I'm hearing, this uh, new game that's coming out is like the perfect addition for Marvel fans and for kids that enjoy Disney Infinity. So when this first came out, I know Craig and I both got Disney Infinity. And I had it on the DS, and I wasn't a huge fan of it because it felt like a different gameplay. But I know for the consoles, I think, I know you played it a little bit. It's collecting dust right now. It is now. <laughs> And I would have to agree with the same as for me. But I think a lot of people do enjoy it. I probably would have loved it whenever I was... We were like 15. 10. 10? Yeah. 12-year-old <laughs> 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 boy. <laughs> I giggle at inappropriate things. Um, yeah, but that comes out today. So I think a lot of people are getting ready for it. Um, I think that one of the brilliant things about this video game is that you can continue to add on these new characters. So when these new movies come out and Disney acquires things like Marvel they can just keep adding on to it. So it's the same basic thing. Yeah. It's just like a cash cow. They just keep printing this new stuff and making these new characters, and then people will buy it all. So and It helps the game stay fresh and new and yeah. you know, just the slight changes. So you get the comfort of it being familiar, but still the excitement of something a little new. We're trying to be to excited it. about this. Come on. <laughs> yes. Well, obviously, a lot of people are excited about it. I mean, what did the, the article said something about they opened half a billion or something? Is that right? Yeah, the, the numbers are crazy. And another thing is they're actually taking users' designed um, sandbox, I forget. Toy boxes. The, toy toy boxes. boxes. And they're they're taking them and putting them in the actual game. So if you if you are a, a user that's playing this, a video gamer, and you design something, they will take that and put it in the actual game for it, for other people to use. So I think that's Ooh. cool. So I have a few questions. Surprise, mm. surprise. Um, I, I guess, are you guys, are you gamers? I am not. No. Okay. I think you would I describe would yourself say as a gamer. Casual. Okay. Can you explain to us? You use the term hybrid game. What does that mean? In this specific example, that means that you actually use physical figurines, like they are like tangible little toys that activate things in the video game. So you have this little board, and then you get these little characters, whether it's like Captain America or Elsa, and then you put them on this thing, and then they're activated in the game itself. Okay. So it's a hybrid in the sense that you have like actual toys to play with. But, but you're then, still using the controller yeah, to operate. Yeah, it's a virtual reality place. Okay, and it sounds like there's two um, distinct parts to this, a structured game, and we should probably explain what the toy box is. Yeah, uh, Craig, you want to explain that? Uh, the, the structured game is a bunch of little mini games within worlds, and they are so there's like a mission, and they have to accomplish it yeah. and with uh, their chosen character. Yep. Okay. And then the toy box is kind of like a, a blank slate. If you were playing like The Sims or uh, any any type of game like that, where you build your own world, you, you just can design houses and then make people walk into walls. And That's the fun part. Just like you do in The Sims. <laughs> yeah. So there's not a specific goal to it. Nope. You're it, just wandering just around. Fun. It's not like Super Mario Brothers. And what yeah. were you saying Which is again? The only thing I can relate to. <laughs> That's very linear. I love that. That's how I play Zelda. Games. That's the most intense thing I've ever gotten into. Um, but with super the, intense. <laughs> with the toy boxes, you were saying what? What are they doing with them? Oh, they're just getting uh, guest feedback, so user feedback. So what they're doing is, if people design them, they're looking to those people 
to add them into the game, which I think is nice. It's a lot of user interaction. So it's not like everyone's just kind of on their own and just basic stuff. They're actually looking at the people that are their power users and playing the game a lot and designing these toy boxes. They can and then see in your toy box. They can. Isn't that intrusive? That's kind it's of. It's giving a lot of power to 13-year-old kids out there that have it that should not do all summer. Power. It is. It's kind of so. freaking me out. There. But yeah. So just if you're a Disney Infinity fan, look out for this new game. It should be a nice addition. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. So next story. Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge was evacuated due to a small fire. <gasps> Don't get worried. Guests at a popular Disney resort were first forced to evacuate after a small fire caused uh, heavy smoke Monday night. Uh, people at the Animal Kingdom Lodge were evacuated for close to two hours as Reedy Creek firefighters contained a small fire. Firefighters said the fire started in a can in a storage room and created heavy smoke. As a precaution, Disney employees evacuated one wing of the resort and the restaurant. Guests reported hearing the fire alarm go off at dinner. They said that they thought it was a fire drill until they noticed waiters stopping service and asking the people to get out. Many people took to social media to post dramatic headlines and tweets, um, but Reedy Creek firefighters said the fire was contained, everyone was allowed back in, and peop no people or animals were injured. And they I totally missed that. I didn't even see it on the news. What time did that happen? Makes that this was... Like, was it on during the, the day or at night? It was night. dinner service. Dinner service. So it was, oh, it was at night. Can you imagine if you're at GECO and your food just comes? <laughs> That's and what you, you would to, think about. <laughs> I don't care. I'm eating. <laughs> I'm more worried about my belongings in my room than the food on the table. <laughs> no, it's mine. It's one trap. Was any part of the resort damaged your food or the restaurant? No, there was no damage. I think the interesting part of this is I've never been in this situation, being at Disney and then having a fire starting and then no. being evacuated. It just seems like such like a, I don't know, a scary thing to happen. It, you know, we were in a, in a hotel in my fan down <laughs> in downtown Orlando on one of our first visits here, and the fire alarm went off during um, breakfast, and we had to evacuate. I can't, can't remember what hotel it was downtown, but we all had to evacuate and go out, and it was scary. It was, you know. Were you at least robed? I mean, well, like, yeah, we, were dressed. Of, okay. we were dressed and downstairs eating. It wasn't like the middle of the night. I was no. in a hotel once when that happened, and it was amazing to see how long it took some people to come outside, but it was at a hotel. You know how they have the silk plants, and somebody had put their cigarette out oh, in the no. silk plant, and the plant went up. But we had always joked about what would you take if your hotel room caught on fire, and I always said, you know, my computer or my camera or whatever. The when, soaps. <laughs> but totally you know true. what? When that happens, it's like I just got my butt outside and yeah. let you left Katie inside. No, I was there. I was there by myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I take it for yourself. <laughs> Out of my way, Katie. <laughs> I think Corey would be the person sitting inside with his food. Yeah, you would. You'd be the, you'd be eating it before you went. I'm out. a fast eater, though. I can knock yeah. it out, and then I'll meet y'all outside. Gotta have priorities. Yeah. But just think, probably just think of the guest recovery Disney must have done mm. for the people that were sitting there eating or okay. inconvenienced outside. What did they do? I don't think they should have to do anything. The fact that they have fire alarms to save their life in the oh, event I know. of a fire is good enough. But you know that there's going to be people that said, you know, this was my special day. You know, you, you need to make this up to me, or see that just ticks me off. Every day you're I'm alive. Sorry. It's a That's like the day. complete de definition of entitlement. I, <laughs> I, love, I love how Craig delivers his lines. Every day is a special day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it's funny that the story mentioned no animals were harmed. Because I guess that's a, it's a yeah. valid I mean, concern, it's valid. all the animals yeah. out there. Yeah. The Hopefully the safaris. They're not keeping animals in storage closets. Oh, no. But I guess the idea is if the fire had gotten out of hand, yeah. you know. Well, didn't, 
Is it? In, it was in a can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it started in a can. I'm telling you, somebody threw like. The I'm silk sure. plant with a cigarette yeah. butt. I bet it was something in just a like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody was in there smoking. They were supposed yeah. to be, yeah. you know, you know how people do that in hotels. No, smoking in the storage closet. <laughs> 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 All right, that's enough of that. Well, it was only a little bit of drama, correct? Everyone was evacuated, but back into the hotel in two hours. Is that right? This is a teeny tiny smidgen of drama. But it was two hours, and everyone recovered and was settled nicely back. Yeah, I checked with all of them. I called them last night, and I made Good. sure they were all okay. <laughs> all right, great. They're, they're doing great. Good work, Sean. They got a $20 gift card. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did it no, not I hope that? everyone's okay. I the thought animals it said that good. in the article. <laughs> yeah, no, everyone's fine. Oh, okay, no one needs to lose sleep. Everyone's okay. All right. <laughs> Next story, Mr. Sassy. Those were three quick stories. I really thought we could talk about them more. <laughs> However, this one's more important, and we'll probably talk about this one for a while. Uh, this is our last story. Studio Backlot Tour at Disney's Hollywood Studios is closing on September 27th. Thank God! Sorry. <laughs> Walt, Walt Disney World has finally confirmed the closure of the Studio Backlot Tour at Disney's Hollywood Studios, effective on September 27th. Rumors have been swirling around the internet that this was closing, but until now, no official confirmation has been made. Earlier this month, the American Film, uh, Film Institute prop warehouse section of the attraction was closed, which only served to fuel speculation that the entire attraction would soon be closing. No official plans have been made for the space yet, though rumors are that the area will be used to expand the Star Wars presence in the park. Uh, the Studio Backlot Tour was one of the original attractions in the park, opening in 1989. Strong yeah. reactions, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Not, not sad. And there's also, um, there was, I think, on the Diz that they were saying <laughs> cast members that are working in studio catering, and I forgot what the other ones, in that area don't have hours past October the 11th, so there might oh, wow. be more closures coming but my thing with the whole backlot tour is what are they going to do with the props the few props that are left back there what are they going to do with them cast members take them home probably. I would, like Walt's I would plane? hope that they send them to some place that yeah. deserves yeah. them they would probably go to the archives yeah. uh, for the actual important ones so everything else will just uh, probably be sold off to other prop warehouses that might actually use them for something else besides sitting collecting dust I'm surprised they started with uh, backlot and not lights motors and kind of close that one first and kind of work your way in. Oh, but I guess that was already closed. That's still open. No, it's still mm -hmm. there. <clears throat> well, I think ever since they got rid of the uh, like the the houses, yeah, the, residential, yeah, the street. residential area that uh, you know th there was it no there was no interest. Deal. I agree. Really I was thinking that as well. I mean, everyone is up in arms about losing Maelstrom. Um, I haven't seen that much of a fuss about the studio oh, backlot tour. Oh, there's a petition tour. out for that one too. Is it? It's but not under quite. the whole save Walt Disney World because oh. all these oh, things sure. are. But closing. I would say I don't think that this attraction everyone reacts with the same fervor that they do to something like Maelstrom. And my yeah. guess is that it's because it's just a shell of what it used to be mm -hmm. when the park first opened. So it's been a very slow, gradual death. Yeah, it's it is. Yeah, it used to be fun when. Um, you'd go through and there would be long lines there and when you'd be in the line and you could look at all the little props that they had in the the screened in cages oh, yeah. and mm -hmm. even when they had the cast member who actually did the spiel instead of it went to you know pre-recorded on so, the tram you mean yeah. yeah our kids have never even been on that I've never been on it really you haven't really mm -hmm. is it too late <laughs> no, 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 September 27th <laughs> that yeah. time <laughs> I was actually. We, do they still do the B? 
you, no. you, you ride, no, they, ride on the B, and they were, they haven't done that I, in a very long time. I was time. the uh, I rode on that when I was little. Yeah, oh, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, so much of it is just I, not. I'm sure my dad does. <laughs> not what it was. The, the actual photos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wendell could find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be interesting to see what they put in there because Disney then also said we have some exciting plans coming up. So do they? Or sure how long is it going to take before they tell everybody? That That's an interesting question. What are the rumors as far as what is going to be going in there? They're obviously getting rid of it for a reason. Star Wars, Star Wars, an expansion Wars. of Pixar. Yeah, I think there's two big ones. Yeah. I think Star Wars is probably the bigger one. I think a lot of people are hoping for that. But Pixar Place expansion is, is another I, big I, one. I, I see that happening better, more than Star Wars. Say, really? Isn't it a better location for a Pixar? For Pixar, yeah, absolutely. At the end of that street, for sure. I would love to see something with Monsters Incorporated. That would be awesome. That would be cool. I agree. <clears throat> so, American Idol experience, gone. This one, gone. I think Lights Motors will probably be next. And then get rid of uh, Indiana Jones. No! Too. Why would they do that? <laughs> Replace it with something else. Yeah, it's it, been there a long time. The big problem so with Disney... Too, well, yeah, but they you got to start cutting off stuff like that. Like, at Universal, everyone was ticked off whenever they got rid of Jaws. But in its place is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, yeah, Diagon exactly. Alley. You gotta bring the, it into the modern era yeah. where children today. Yeah. And it, well, not even no, not even children today. It's just sometimes you have to start trimming the fat off. And the backlot <laughs> tour is just a load of fat that no one needs. I agree. And, well, I've never uh, done. I don't care. I mean, I, don't I, mean, in the, I, I hate Maelstrom going away, and uh, you know that's it's just life, though. Something something else is going to come in. I'm more interested to go check out the fountain from Splash. It's just life. They just refurbished that. It's, it looks <laughs> brand really? new. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, the fountain from Splash is right past the back lot. Whatever. And Daryl Hannah yeah, visits it every week. She's got nothing yeah. else to do. With. She's dating Neil Young. It's <laughs> a weird reference. <laughs> Julie seemed to have some very strong feelings about the Backlot Tour. Oh, God. I could care less. It could go away. I mean, like, I love Maelstrom, but I've never really enjoyed it. Didn't this. enhance your life? No, never no. enhanced my life. Not even when I mean, like, the park Taylor, first opened? No. Well, I wasn't. I never came until, gosh, after. Well, I was after it was open. But, I mean, even Taylor, I think we took her on it once. She never wanted to do it again. <laughs> Just like, we don't have to do that. <laughs> I think it was a really spectacular thing when the park had first opened, and it really helped to serve the purpose of what the park was mm -hmm. um, showing you I, how they filmed the movies and sets and I props picture it like I did the backlot thingy at um, Universal Hollywood I picture it kind of like that has anybody done that oh yeah oh yeah that's an is awesome that, one is that what it's kind of like not or as good it was I don't I didn't do it with uh, the backlot with the streets I well, I oh, regret really? I was, that's I, the only time I because the one in Universal Hollywood is amazing well, well it's fantastic yeah Echo House and yeah, I, I think it's personally better. Um, but then again, the only time we've experienced the studio tram is during a VIP yeah, tour. So true. we got to get out uh, and go through the prop warehouses and actually see stuff yeah. that no, most people don't get to see. Mm. Yeah. But um, it, it hasn't been on the level of Hollywood's since probably uh, whenever they did the update to Pearl Harbor. And then no one really cared about Pearl Harbor after it first mm -hmm. came out. I remember when there used to be like, long what? lines for Backlot Oh, I totally tour. forgot. Oh, I, I mean, do too. I mean, is there ever a wait for Backlot Tour now? No. Never. Yes. No. Oh. This week there is. Oh, of course <laughs> there is, yeah. Well, the last time we did um, Backlot, you know, where the, the fire comes down and the, it just sat there. And all of a sudden, water came out. And it's like, really? You couldn't have closed? It's like, this was it? 
Like I knew that there was supposed to be more, but if you went on and things weren't working, what do you come away mm. with? Sounds yeah. like a catastrophe. Yeah. Well, the- exactly. In a canyon. <laughs> yes, in a canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Look how clever he is over there. Um, I was going to say they, they've stripped the heart and soul out of that attraction years ago. Yes. Years ago. So that's why it doesn't have the lines. It doesn't have the attention. It's, it's just, you know, I that don't know. It's, was something it's a way right to kill time for, at this point. You know, I, I can't see them, you know, like that. I haven't seen anybody going, oh, yeah, let's make it better. People are sad that it's going away, but nobody's saying, well, let's add to it or let's do this. It's sort of like a, a foregone conclusion mm-hmm. that something needs to be done with that space. And My opinion is anyway, it just feels a little out of place in the Hollywood studios at this point, just because the Hollywood studios is not what it originally opened up right, as, right. you know, a place that was supposed to give you an inside look into the, the process of, you know, making movies and all of that stuff. So, um, yeah, it just, it, it kind of feels a little weird at this point anyway. Do you remember the Osborne lights? They would actually light up the residential street mm-hmm. back there. Yep. That was kind of fun to walk through for Osborne. Cool. It's all gone now. What's next? It's all gone. <laughs> Is there another new story? No, there's not. Let's continue to talk about it. <laughs> Well, should I take today. time out of my life and go see it this week, or is it not worth it at its in its current? Well, well, the good thing is we have video and a photo blog going up, so you'll be able to experience it from your okay. own home. Cool. Virtual. Virtual. I like virtual. I don't know. I think you should go experience C- Catastrophe Canyon. The funny thing is, they just bought new vehicles for it this past year. Yeah, Excuse they me? did. Yeah, I think they spent about like half a million dollars getting new vehicles for this. Why? Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I mean, I think it might have been a guest safety thing. I mean, if their vehicles are old, if they're running it, they got to have the best Just turn best those stuff. into the trams for Hollywood Studios. I think that'd be yeah. neat. Yeah. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Just take you around the park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine it's just, tra- <laughs> just driving down the road in those big trams. <laughs> Sunset Boulevard, please. <laughs> it's like the red car trolley. <laughs> They'll probably recycle them somehow. Oh, I'm sure. I, I like the concept of it. Like we talked about the Universal Hollywood one, and I, I think it's it's great. I think if they really invested the time in up, keeping it updated, I, I think it could be a, a really huge attraction. But they would need to bring filming back in the park. Yeah, that's the biggest aspect. They don't. They haven't had anything filmed no, in I, there in since what Mickey Mouse Club. That's the last thing, and that's been since the 90s. Ryan Gosling era. So yeah, I still have not Paul recovered. Hogan from used the fact to do something backstage too. Who Is it was Hulk he allowed Hogan? to? Yeah, he was had. There was like a, there was like a water tank or something that he did some of his show back in there because I can remember them talking about that on the backlot tour. That's the last time I remember them doing anything in the park that, like you could see. Oh, look, they're filming today. Yeah, that's, I wish that they would bring some of that back. There's mm-hmm. something exciting to it, even if you don't care about the show that they're actually filming or whatever they're doing. It's still just being there where something's being on. produced. That's right. really that you're cool. going to see later and know that you I were see there. That on TV and I saw yeah. them say that stupid thing. That's yeah. always cool. And even the little touches, like where they would have the celebrities come in and you know do the cement block handprint thing, you, know, you don't ever see that happening really anymore these days. And those are the things that I do miss about um, Hollywood Studios. Um, it feels like maybe this is very symbolic of the whole original point of it being gone how many the do you remember when you go through and they show the costume shop no i know we've all gotten to go 
into the costume shop but i can remember being on the back lot tour and they'd go like and now here's where they they're making the outfits for the cast it was one of my favorite parts and i thought that was really neat and then in that little tunnel area where the tram went through there was a bunch of props and things that they really talked up and now it's sort of like yeah okay they make the costumes over here and you know well there is the maleficent costume on display so you can enjoy that that angelina jolie herself wore I think that that was also one of the things that I liked that would be, about... I would love that, but yeah. I'm not going to go through the ride for it. <laughs> but I mean, it's sort of like they just mention it in passing where before they were like excited about it. But that's also because they have the automated spiel, so yeah. they can't really True. get excited about it. It's just a voice on a And system. they don't call things out specifically, so if right. they change the thing out, they can't re-record the thing every time. So mm-hmm. if a person's sitting there, they can go, look over to the left. There's the costumes that Jason Siegel wore and Amy Adams wore in Muppets. Or, right. But they can't add that stuff in because they change well, and I was getting ready to say that I think that's one of the elements that I miss about this attraction the most. It was very seasonal and changing. You know, it was at one time, you know, current. The The movies that they were focusing on, you would see the props there. You would see the costumes there. They would talk about those things. And, um, I mean, they still touch on that a little bit, but it certainly isn't a focus. And like Kathy said, you just kind of go through it and you pass through it and nobody seems to care. Yeah. It's just lost. It's... I said this before. It feels like it's lost its soul. So, um, yeah. And that um, that building, I don't know what it's called. It's where Oaken's Trading Post. It's not. It's mm-hmm. the hot set next to Toy Story Mania. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's rumors that they're going to put another track for Toy Story in there. So that hasn't been confirmed, but that's the latest rumor for that. That Disney realizes that they need more capacity. So. I don't know why they didn't do that two years ago. I know. Yeah, they should have. But but we'll see if that's what goes in that space. What do you guys think? Do you think that the studios will ever maybe return back to its original roots in some ways? Or is this just kind of we're pushing forward and we're going to have things like Star Wars Land and other movie lands? And I think that's the only way to keep it a cohesive park if they go back to some of those roots. But I don't see that necessarily happening. I don't see that happening at no. all. I mean, even with everything that that's been rumored to to take these take the place of some of these attractions they're closing, I don't see it going back to its roots. I just see it as new attractions, you know, Star Wars, and you know, are they going to show you how they filmed Star Wars? Is that going to be an attraction, or it's just going to be, you know, a ride? Or you know, I don't. I see it just. <laughs> well, um, Universal, their theme used to be you can ride the movies. Now they haven't used that in a while, right? I mean, that's sort of like Hollywood Studios. It's like... No. Universal still uses it. Does it yep. do that? Because I haven't really heard that because I was going to say that it's like even Universal sort of like they used to play up that you could do things with movies in Universal Studios. It's like they've also moved away from it. It's like now you have attractions that are movies, but not so much how the movies are made. I think Universal... Correct me if I'm wrong, because I've only been going to Universal for the last couple years. I missed the whole beginning opening history of Universal Studios. But I wasn't wasn't the theme of Universal always ride the movies, not so much make the movies, whereas that's where the studios was a little bit different. It was this is the process of movie making. And it seems like maybe the Hollywood Studios is now moving more towards experience being in them and who cares how they're made. Yeah, kind of basically what you said universal hollywood was really popular and the tram tour was popular and people wanted to see bigger versions of the the fun sections like jaws and king kong so that's why they had it come to florida 
in a big theme park. So you could also ride, and then you get a little glimpse of that movie-making experience. So it's I'd argue that it still does what it was originally supposed to. Um, and they... Uh, the horror makeup show shows what goes into making a movie. It's probably one of the best shows yeah, in Orlando show. of anything uh, at any of the parks. So I, I don't think it's lots his way the same way Hollywood Studios has. Hollywood Studios is just sad. Well, it's, yeah, Hollywood Studios just doesn't have the attractions. They they have. It seems like they're going to have the attractions that that don't fit in the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom. They're just get, they're getting, you know, we want to put an attraction and we don't know where to put it. Let's put it here. Yeah. Corey, behind the you on the wall, park? there's a newspaper for MGM. Oh, yeah. What's it say at the bottom? Come see the stars at work. Come see the stars at work, Come yeah. see the stars at work, yeah. Disney's MGM, Disney MGM Studio, Studios theme park opens May 1st. Well, that doesn't happen anymore, so <laughs> sad. Sound like Eeyore. Wow. Right. Okay. So. Cool. All right. I, good good shot of Teresa note. giving Craig side eye. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve that side eye. All right. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I guess, you know, moving on, we have our caption this from last week. Last week we had Kathy's photo up on Facebook. She's looking so lovely in her Mickey <laughs> pirate hat. And we have a few of you that uh, left comments. First, we have Brian. <gasps> F. I'm just going to say Brian F. because I don't know how to say this last name. I think it's French. Um, he said, I think Kathy Whirling is about to throw someone in the damn lake. <laughs> and then Claire Would Stein. I do that? <laughs> Claire Stein says, I know where all, where all the rum is gone. <laughs> this one cracked me up. I, this was my favorite. <laughs> and then Timothy Gamble said, say another word about figment and you'll walk the plank. Yep. That works for me. That cute. <laughs> All right. Now, this week, we have a Where in the World photo for you. We took a close-up of the photo from somewhere at Walt Disney World, and we'll be putting it up on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash disunplugged.com. No. What? No. Okay. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Facebook.com slash disunplugged. There you go. Um, so, anyway, go over and check it out this week, and let us know where you think that this photo was taken. Everybody put your thinking caps on. We want to hear from you. All right. Now for some rapid fire. We're going to be starting off with Kathy. I'm going to get my little piece. I've got too many pieces of notes. Ah, okay. The um, store outside Planet Hollywood, there was an outside store. Um, it's now closed because they've put up more construction walls at Downtown Disney. Um, it's going to stay closed until 2016. You can still get um, merchandise at Hollywood Studios and inside the, the store. So, when is that going to go away? I mean, like what, construction walls? merchandise. No, yeah, the merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> no, at Hollywood Studios, they sell Planet Hollywood merchandise. I cannot imagine that people actually like. I know. I, buy I know, a like, lot of that. Where was it again? And then I thought when we were <coughs> doing the um, when we were over that for the villains thing, it's like, oh yeah, that's down there. I mean, how many people even know there's a store in Hollywood Studios? Yeah, I know. I didn't until this very <laughs> second right now. And I was like, oh, they do that? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you want merchandise, go there. Okay. All right, Teresa. Mine's earth shattering. Brick or Treat, presented by Wells Fargo, is coming to Legoland, Florida. Enjoy safe and family-friendly Halloween festivities every Saturday and Sunday this October. Ghouls, ghosts, and goblins descend on Miniland USA, transforming it into a haunted adventure with a scavenger hunt in search for these scary creatures that have invaded our famous cities. Weekends in October. 
cool. Has anybody been to Legoland? That's cool. Yes. Yes? It's a cute park, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely it's, geared towards the younger kids. That's really nice to mm-hmm. have somewhere to go where most they can do most everything. Mm-hmm. They've got contests. Um, let me read my little notes here. Um, da, 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 da. Emmett's Everything is Awesome costume contest. The Lego movie owned Emmett will make a special appearance in the Wells Fargo 4D Theater for each contest. Legoland costume contest is grouped into the following categories. Zero to four years old, five to seven years, and um, then up to 12. Meet and greet new Lego Halloween characters. Dance party at the end of the night. Photo ops and VIP upgrade packages are available. Awesome. Awesome. It's a cute little park and a cute yeah. little It's a high yeah. school. It yeah. really is out there. It is. My kids are past that age, but we do love Legos. I mean, I imagine it's fun. It's brick a, or treat. It just and they have a special fun. holiday brick, too. Like, I, I love the logo. It's just the monsters, but they're Lego versions. They're Lego, yeah. <laughs> you got to love the Wells Fargo logo in the corner. <laughs> well, yeah, that, just, that fits. That makes all my banking decisions for me. I love Wells Fargo. <laughs> All right. All right. It was a slim week. I couldn't find anything else. Yeah, you. Because <laughs> you had them all. So, Julie, I got turned down twice. And Craig had to pick one for me. So, here we go. Remember that next This is the week. first time I'm actually reading this, so bear with me. Oh, my. Um, earlier this week, the cast of the popular stage show, The Festival of the Lion King at Disney's Animal Kingdom, marked a major milestone. One million guests have attended the show since it reopened in the new Harambe Theater this past June. In case you're not familiar with the show, anyone unfamiliar? (laughs) Um, It's the Festival of the Lion King. It's a retelling of the story of Simba the Lion Cub. It's told through song, dance, acrobatics, aerial performances, and more. It actually debuted in Camp Mini Mickey in 1998 and then was relocated to the new Harambe Theater in the Africa section of the park earlier this year. So a million since it got, it was relocated. That's, yeah. that's, that's impressive. Cool. That's yeah, it is impressive. impressive. It's a popular show. It's a mm-hmm. good show. I like it. With all the acrobatic stunts and things like that. Very good colors. And of course, awesome The costuming music. is amazing to me. Like, yeah. Disney's costuming, they obviously always hit the mark with most mm-hmm. things. So I love looking at those. When we rated all the, uh, the live shows, did that, was that the top one? You know, like the bracket shows we did? I think this I one. I want to say it, it was. was. Yeah. yeah. It, that's because cool. it wasn't open, and that's what we were uh, kind of saying. that It was the one thing that was closed of all the shows we were talking about, but yeah. we still voted it as our favorite. So, Cool. Yeah. It definitely holds your attention. There's just <clears throat> a lot going on in it, and always good. It's repeatable, anyway. Not all shows are repeatable. <laughs> that one is. All right, Corey? Uh, version 2.3 of the My Disney Experience app has been released. Users can now check meet and greet wait times and view updated park maps. The method for linking park tickets and passes has also been improved. I have not up- upgraded mine or updated mine, but, you know, it's a cool app when it works. What do y'all think the wait time is right now for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? 75 minutes. 45 minutes. I'm going with... Well, what time? Is, I'm going with 90. 90? Ooh. I don't know. It's 50 minutes. I think Corey just wow. invented a segment. Yeah. Let's throw it away. All right. Well, how about Splash Mountain? Oh, 75 again. 75. 60. Mm. Oh, you took mine. All right. I'll say 55. 25. 35. Oh, I was going to say oh. 30. 25 minutes. All right. Yes. Wow. It's a Tuesday in September. Yeah. Not only that, but it was like 71 this morning. Yeah. And it's only like 73 degrees outside right now. What? Have That's you cool. been outside? 
It's <laughs> not 73 degrees. That's oh, yeah. All right. How, uh, how about car. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad? What do you think about that one? 45. Uh, yeah, 30. I'd say 50. Yeah, I'm going by the, the app here. So. It's official by Disney. It's official, yeah. 45. 10 minutes. What? Whoa. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make sense. Things are pretty... You know. Now if they could just now everyone's wishing they had booked their vacations for today. <laughs> it's kind of fun to kind of for go today. into the app, even if you're not at Disney, to kind of go check the wait times and stuff. Do they have to go on Thursday since these wait times yeah, are right? not so bad? Right? Does it show you if like any of them are down? Yeah, the um, let's see what's closed right now: Astro Orbiter, Main Street Vehicles, Mickey's PhilharMagic, and Carousel of Progress. But we knew that yeah from our rehab schedule. But like if you're in the park and an attraction goes down, they send you an email. Right. That's been my thing. Is that I'm not checking my emails usually mm-hmm. if I'm in the park. It's too bad they can't put that into the app. That yeah. See, I don't have an itinerary set up. I'm just kind of scrolling through, checking out yeah. the wait times. Um, can't they uh, text you? Does it have to be email? Well, they if they could, but they don't. I mean, I I take anything just to know that you know instead of walking up to the attraction and they go, oh, it's closed, yeah. and then you get home and you read your email that it was down and you yeah, but it gone might just be closed else. for a few minutes. Right. Wait. No, so, they, they, I think when they say closed here, I think it, this is more like rehab closing. I don't. I don't know. Astro order. You're talking about like a weather closing, or like something? like like if the lost ride hand in the water or what? No, a, a month or so ago, when I went to do Figment, I had set up a fast pass for Figment, and when I walked up to the front of the attraction, they went, "Oh, it's closed. It's down." And when I got home and I checked my email, here they had sent me a thing saying that because the attraction was down, I could go ride these rides to replace it. That would have been nice to know. Well, if you're going to take the time to check the app, you can also take the time to check your email. I didn't check the app. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I just, you know, I made my fast pass. And just went. I went to the attraction and it was closed. But they had sent me an email. But I didn't know that it was closed until I walked up and the cast member told me that it was closed. You're missing... Uh, I think we're there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't mean that the way it sounded. I mean, it doesn't have to be... Say it's Seven Dwarfs Mine Train or it's Anna and Elsa and your family really wanted to do that, you don't want to walk your kids up to Anna and Elsa and then find out that it was closed there. You could have done a little damage control before you walked up to the attraction. Okay, my question is, Kathy, what if it's... Do do you want them to tell you it's closed for just like... Sometimes they just shut down for a few minutes and then open back up. But this wasn't a down... if, If they've got a criteria that they could send me an email that the attraction was down and that I needed to make plans to go somewhere else, why couldn't they send me a text? Why, why can't you check your email on your <laughs> phone? Because I don't get notifications for my email quite the way that I do for a text. So if I got a text message, I would definitely get that information quicker. I don't check my email as regularly. I, I mean, I guess I can kind of see what she's saying. It's not, I, I'm, I'm not and really, that concerned. When I go to Disney World... I shouldn't have to be checking my emails all the way through the park, the park to make sure that my rides are still up. I think that if they can do this app, there should be a way that they can ding you. They well, can I think what you're talking about is push notifications. And I th- yeah. I, from what I understand, I haven't 
used it recently, but I don't think those are enabled yet. Mm. But I think it's probably a feature they're working on because yeah. I think that's the perfect solution to all of this. Yeah. If something yeah. happens in the app, send out a push notification mm -hmm. to your user and say, hey, listen, the ride's closed, but here, click on something, you can choose a new attraction. Or something. Well, I like, agree about emails for sure yeah. because you know, you, you know, you're at Disney, you don't want to check your emails because you know, you might be looking for that what's closed <laughs> and you might see, see like something. a, a work-related email <laughs> right. and then your whole day's ruined. <laughs> I don't know. What you the, saying, Corey? <laughs> let's go with more wait time guesses. Okay. I'm two from Hollywood Studios. Guys, we have a new party right, we talked game about, here. Um, we talked about uh, Backlot Tour. So we said a lot of people were going there to try to check it out. So what do you think the wait time is? 50, 50 minutes. 50. 15. 10 minutes. 50. 10 minutes. Is it? Woohoo! And we should, we should guess the, the longest wait time at Hollywood Studios. 23 Mania? Yeah. A 70. 90. 45. 70. Oh, wow. Whoa! So that's it from my rap. <laughs> hey, I was not cheating. <laughs> so, all right. I can't cool. see that far away. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Okay, Sean. Okay. Um, <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, rapid fire. Rapid yeah. fire. <laughs> rapid fire, guys. Yeah. Uh, Memory Maker has been uh, added to the Seven Dwarves Mind Train. So, in a couple of attractions, uh, they have added the capability to take video of your ride experience and then add it right to your Memory Maker package if you have purchased that. Um, so, what they've done now is there's a camera that is set up and will record uh, one of the, the drop hills on Seven Dwarves Mind Train. Really flattering video of you shaking and looking awful <laughs> on a roller coaster. Um, but they'll just add it straight to your memory, mac your memory maker package. And just to go through that, it um, basically collects all your photo pass photography, uh, the, dining uh, the dining pictures, and also the attraction photos that they take during your vacation. It's $149 if you purchase it in advance, and then $199 if you get it later. So Wait, so this is a video? This is an actual video. They put together a video. Of this it. is very smart because I think Disney's kind of tapping into what people love most about using GoPros that you can actually film your reaction on something. I don't think this is going to be the last one they do with it. Uh, there's already rumors, and I, I don't think this has been uh, released yet or started yet, but t uh, Tower of Terror. They will, oh, wow. oh, absolutely. That'd be cute. Yes. They've installed cameras on that, so That'd there will be, be videos for that as well. <laughs> yeah. One more reason not to go on the ride. <laughs> Good God, is that what I look like at zero gravity? All <laughs> 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 oh, my flesh going yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, it might be able to thin it out a little bit. Huh? Unless you're getting the drum. Okay, yeah. So do you think it's worth its price tag? I mean, that's I think it depends on your usage. If, if you're a big family cost. and you're using it constantly and you want those ride photos, those dinner photos, and you stop along the way to take those ones in front of the icons or different spots, then you could definitely get your money's worth out of it. I'm not that type of per guest that uses that stuff. So for me, no. But I can see a family really. Oh yeah, I've got a lot of clients that, yeah. that take advantage of it. Okay, they do. Yeah. Well, then um, I wanted to kind of jump back and talk about what basically is Memory Maker for people who may not know what it. What Kathy, is it? Kathy, you want to take that one? Well, Teresa, you, know, you have all your clients. Um, um, it's just it's it's the ease of use instead of having you know the um, photo pass. You can you can have that Memory Maker. You can get an unlimited supply of pictures um you know they they just scan your magic band when you take the picture is i think sean said it's cheaper if you get it ahead of time there's a discount and then when you get home you have a certain amount of time that you can go through the pictures and a lot of times people will just use one designated magic band if there's a, a family traveling together so all the pictures are in there that they can and now that they're doing more of these you know it saves you some time it's 
instead of being at the end of the line and picking out which photo you like, now it's mm -hmm. I, it just all goes to your magic band. And anywhere, anywhere you're in the park, now your pictures will go to your magic band. So it's a nice thing to have if you're into, you know, I still say take some of your own pictures. Don't rely just on them. Okay. But... You know, it's a good package. I think it's good in addition, especially if you have that one person in your family that's always taking the photos mm -hmm. and like your family needs like a flatty just so, <laughs> you know, the mom or dad's in the photos. I think this is a good, good thing in addition. And is it just the initial cost or do you end up having to pay for things? No, because it's that? everything. Memory Maker's all digital. Okay. So once you get home, you can download, download what you everything. want and then you have access. There's different borders you can put on it. And uh, some of the pictures in the park, you know, they'll do special effects where it looks like, you know, Tinkerbell's in your hands or it's a nice if you're looking for like pictures to fill your scrapbook. It's a nice thing yeah. to do. And then. Like Sean was saying, now with the addition of video, it makes it, mm -hmm. it pluses it even a little more. Okay, Craig. Uh, a new menu has been added at Victoria Falls, which is the lounge at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge right above, uh, right above Jico and uh, what's the other one? Boma. Boma, that's mm -hmm. right. Um, so it's called Fire. What shrimp or chicken? What yeah. is it called? I, I have no idea if that's actually a picture of. Oh yeah, it is a picture. One hundred percent is. Ones. What do you think? I don't um, do my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's here's his breakfast picture. Um, it's not the artisanal <laughs> cheese. Um, that might be the uh, the messy but delicious tandoori spiced chicken wings. Um, that's my best guess from everything that I have the list of. There's also pork wings. I already mentioned the artisanal cheese plate. Uh, you have peri-peri scallops um, and uh, hot tapas. Harry, 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 Perry, Perry. I don't want Perry. hair on my scallops. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to have them, and you're gonna like them. So. <laughs> Did you say pork wing? Yeah, that's what yeah. I want. What's a pork wing? It's a big wing. Pigs have wings. <laughs> it beats the bejesus out of me. It's, it's a big wing. I mean, I'm guessing it's more of just like a... It's uh, a piglet wing. It's probably like pork. They probably, probably take it from right here, Teresa. You know, like uh, the wings that women... It's probably just served wing style. Oh, we can't talk about wing. that. I, oh, know, my gosh. I have no idea. It's Disney Parks blog problem for talking about it. So I'm just relaying the news. It's a beautiful lounge. It mm -hmm. is. I like that lounge. Yeah, I know. It's, it is very relaxing. It's in a good location, kind of off to the side, but you're still in the middle to see enough activity going on. Um, and it's always good food. I love the food from the Animal Kingdom Lodge uh, restaurants. It's great. Yeah. Hopefully there won't be a fire the day we go. I know. <laughs> no people, good animals, point. or Too lounges soon. were injured Too in this soon. incident. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we want to remind you all once again about this week's poll. Go ahead and vote for your favorite resorts in the different categories and tell us why you voted the way that you did. Uh, you're going to find that at facebook.com slash disunplugged, not .com. And we'll have the results on next week's show. And as always, we you might you have the chance of being picked randomly to receive a $50 gift card if we use your answers uh, next week. So that's going to do it for this week's show. We hope that you enjoyed it. We'll see you again next time for another episode of The Diz Unplugged. Thanks for joining us. And everyone, remember, for your own personal safety, please avoid all natural bodies of water and keep your hands inside the boat.